Hello and welcome to the Spectator's Americano podcast, a series of discussions about American politics and the Trump presidency in 2017. I'm Freddie Gray and I'm Deputy Editor of The Spectator. I'm joined today by Paul Wood of the BBC, who is also a fellow of the New America Foundation. And we're going to be talking about the explosive news that President Trump has fired the FBI director, James Comey. Paul, we learned last night that President Trump has sacked or fired the FBI director, James Comey. This was a surprising move for quite a few people, or at least an abrupt one. And the Democrats are saying it's Nixonian, as in it's um, a bit like the Watergate scandal. The president is trying to block people who are investigating him. What do you make of it? First of all, to say this is uh, unexpected is the understatement of the year. This was utterly shocking. It took the FBI by surprise. I gather that James Comey himself was talking to agents in Los Angeles and literally on the television screens behind him. Uh, the ticker tape started saying FBI director sacked. He thought it was some kind of elaborate joke. Uh, official Washington is utterly shocked by this. Even if we believe uh, the leaks from the White House, a lot of White House staffers didn't see this coming uh, and were unsure about how to react to it. As ever with President Trump, you don't know whether he's tearing up the rule book and showing everybody else how it's done or if he's just plain dumb. I have to say, uh, my view is that it's the latter on this occasion. Um, even if we believe the White House's threadbare explanations for this, and I personally don't, um, everybody is going to be saying uh, this was all about stopping an investigation into the Trump campaign's links with Russia. President Trump has fired the man who was investigating him, or at least investigating his associates. Uh, you have to wonder sometimes uh, if the president still thinks he is running a reality TV show because this is just great for ratings. Uh, you know, uh, cable news uh, went into overdrive last night. Uh, people look slightly punch drunk with it all still. Uh, and I think where this is going is to end up with a special prosecutor. Now, that's something that either would be appointed by the attorney general, who's recused himself or his deputy. Certainly that's not going to happen. But we're hearing noises from Congress about appointing a special prosecutor. And from President Trump's point of view, there could be nothing worse. That's somebody with a limited time and unlimited resources to pursue the investigation wherever it goes. Let's talk briefly about the White House's sort of leaked explanation uh, of what's happened, and that's that the Attorney General's office advised Trump that Comey should go. Why shouldn't we take that on face value? Because it doesn't seem totally incredible to me that. Well, essentially, uh, President Trump is saying that he's acting on the advice of his Deputy Attorney General, who wrote a report saying Director Comey messed up the Hillary Clinton investigation. Well, you can find, and cable news has been doing this with relish, lots of uh, occasions where Mr. Trump has praised Director Comey at rallies for his handling of this investigation. You can also look at the dating, uh, the date of the letter from the Deputy Attorney General. His report uh, was put in, if you look at the date of the letter, the same day that Trump decided to fire Comey. So uh, it all looks looks like something that was reverse engineered, something uh, perhaps Mr. Trump decided he wanted to fire Director Comey and then came up with the explanation. That's a far more plausible view of what happened. The idea that, oh, um, James Comey's been too mean to Hillary Clinton, we must do something about that. Was that like anybody is a likely explanation? I don't think so. Nevertheless, the Democrats who are attacking this decision are on slightly dodgy ground, aren't they? Because uh, as Trump has pointed out on Twitter, not so long ago, they were saying that Comey's position was untenable because he had ruined the election for Hillary Clinton. I'm sure there must be tremendous cognitive dissonance among the Democrats. James Comey is, after all, the man they blame for costing them the White House, costing Hillary Clinton the presidency. He reopened 
his investigation into her leaked classified emails or her handling of classified information 10 days before the election. And Mrs. Clinton said repeatedly it was that act, she thought, which cost her the election. Uh, on the other hand, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Comey announced about a month ago, what we wrote about in The Spectator three or four months ago, that he was investigating links between the Trump campaign and Russian intelligence. And let's not forget the central allegation here. You started out asking about, was this uh, Nixonian by Trump? Were we in Watergate? Well, Watergate was a campaign finance scandal. It was about a, a cover-up of a um, domestic burglary. The allegation here is that Trump is either bought or blackmailed by the Russians, that in concert with Russian intelligence, his people stole the US presidency. Uh, there is a word for that. And that word is treason. That's the allegation that Mr. Trump, or at least his associates, are facing. Do you think, you said the words cognitive dissonance, do you not think there's sometimes always an element of Trump's moves, his manoeuvrings, that is designed to cause cognitive dissonance, that is designed to throw everyone off their guard? Well, it might be. It depends on, on whether you think there is some Machiavellian strategy at work here, or whether this is the president's gut instinct. Uh, and he's thinking ahistorically. There's some reporting in Politico this morning which suggests um, that, quote, quotes White House insiders are saying the president uh, essentially lost it, was screaming at the TV when he saw the testimony um, in the Senate by Comey and others and, and really wanted a scalp. Uh, Mr. Trump is a man who thought that Andrew Jackson could have stopped the American Civil War, Jackson having died some years before the US Civil War started. He might care to remember uh, what LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson, one of his predecessors in office, said about another FBI director, J. Edgar Hoover, which is it's better to have him inside the tent pissing out than outside the tent pissing in. Yeah. Mr. Comey is now outside the tent. Yes, but it, it's not actually unprecedented for a president to sack a, an FBI director. I think Clinton did it, didn't he? Clinton did it to the FBI director, William Sessions, but Sessions was under an ethics investigation and there was a feeling, there was a bipartisan feeling that he had to go. So of course, denied all the allegations. But uh, this was not a controversial decision in Washington at the time. I think it was one of the first decisions that President Clinton made. Now we have, and this is where the Nixonian parallel comes in, now you have an FBI that is investigating the White House or is investigating Trump campaign associates. Um, in fact, as the Nixon Library rather gleefully pointed out, President Nixon did not fire the FBI director. Now, that's only happened, as you say, twice in the 109 years of the FBI, the first time being by President Clinton. Nixon did, however, fire uh, an attorney general and a deputy attorney general in order to remove a Watergate special prosecutor. He fired people in order to stop an investigation. And that is the parallel people are drawing, the devastating parallel people are drawing in Washington this morning. Did Trump do this to impede an investigation? Is there something explosive coming down the pipe? Did the White House make the calculation? It was better to fire Comey and take the heat for that than have Comey in office with whatever the FBI is doing. It kind of makes you wonder what exactly has the FBI turned up in this investigation into links between the Trump campaign and Russia. It still doesn't make much sense, though, because if the, the hearings for the next FBI director, that the heat and the intensity and the, and the media scrutiny on that is going to be so much greater now. And I mean, Comey isn't going, they haven't killed him. And presumably he can't really be gagged. Uh, he can give evidence, as Sally Yates did, having left office. And th this really goes to what you think President Trump's motivation is. If you believe the ex explanation that he's an impulsive man and just got mad at Comey, um, you know, that's, that's consistent with what you've just laid out, which is that it doesn't make sense. Or perhaps um, uh, Mr. Trump is a lot cleverer than people give him credit for, is thinking strategically and thinks that uh, despite all the heat he's going to take, 
despite the four congressional investigations, House and Senate Intelligence, House Judiciary and Finance, uh, despite the rumours of grand juries already being impaneled, already handing down sealed indictments, it would be better, in his Trump's view, to have a different FBI director at the head of this. All of this depends on what's happening behind the scenes, and we simply don't know that. Or perhaps, last point, perhaps he, he realises that the Democrats are not really scoring well at home by carrying on obsessing over the Russia, how Russia stole the election. In fact, they, they sound like you know bad losers, and that the more he can get the opposition to obsess over this story that hasn't really gone very far, the more he can carry on with his own presidency, which frankly is a bit of a, of a mess at the moment. Well, obviously, this is playing very differently on Fox News to how it's playing on the liberal MSNBC channel. And, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson last night, their presenter of their nine o'clock show, uh, said, you know, this was long overdue. Comey had messed up in several ways. And, uh, you know, finally, Trump's put this to bed. Um, I'm not sure there is there are two parallel things going on here. One is the political process and one is the legal process. And as President Clinton found during the Monica Lewinsky scandal, you can do all sorts of clever things politically, which get you into trouble legally. And, uh, you know, the, the legal process grinds on. Uh, there either is or isn't evidence in classified files. There either are or are not conversations and wise conversations between Trump associates and Russian intelligence. And presumably in the course of time, that will come out, whatever Trump does politically. So, question now is what kind of figure gets put in as head of the FBI? Is it somebody that Mr. Trump's opponents can say is a Trump stooge, that somebody's going to try and sit on the investigation, or is it a credible figure? Uh, you're going to hear a lot more in Washington from uh, congressional Democrats, at least, about the need for a special prosecutor. And uh, Mr. Trump should be worried about the reaction of some Republicans on the Hill. Uh, some of them sound uh, disconcerted that he fired James Comey. If there is momentum for a special prosecutor, uh, that uh, is going to put him in deep, deep trouble. Well, it will be very interesting to see. Paul, always good to talk to you. Please join us again soon. Thank you. Just a reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast anytime on iTunes. So please do. Please do.